And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. It's 4 o'clock, and thanks for tuning in to specifically uh, CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located here in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce. This is Finding a Voice, a spoken word program airing here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online as well at www.cfrc.ca. And coming up on the show today, in the first hour from the September 21st, 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event, you'll hear readings by Anne Graham, Natalie Sorensen, Natanya Levine, Judith Popeil, and Raven Adamson. And then in the second hour from, again, the September 21st, 100,000 Poets for Change event here, you'll hear a reading by Layla Chisimore, and uh, then performances by Liam Fenton and Olin Drum, or I think, believe it's Olin Drum Circle. This first, though, the usual hourly announcement, occasionally some poetry, spoken word, or music played on this show may contain uh, strong language, but all is played in its entirety with content unedited uh, to honor the creative integrity of both the author and the piece. So up first, uh, we began this last week. Uh, we're going to move back into, again, the September 21st, 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event. Uh, the, this event in total featured two dozen poets and four musicians held at the Spire here in Kingston. And uh, we aired the first half of the afternoon session last week. We're going to begin uh, in this hour to move into the second half of the afternoon session. And uh, then we'll follow in the second hour with one more reading, I believe, from that. And then two, uh, uh, one more reading and a performance, and then the first evening performance. I think that's how it's going to run. But I'll tell you what, let's just, uh, first of all, bring up Anne Graham. So to begin this Se this half of the, the afternoon session. Anne Graham was born in England, but Canada is now her chosen home. She started sharing her poetry at open mic occasions eight years ago. Has it really been that long? Yeah. That's incredible. And enjoyed it, uh, though terrified at first. With this encouragement, she continued. She has been published in many anthologies and literary magazines and online. She has published five chapbooks and is presently concentrating on writing her autobiography. Let's welcome Anne Graham. Go this way. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. So I've renamed this 100,000 Poets for Change. Welcome, poets, musicians, good friends, you dreamers and artists galore. Why do we lay our hearts out in public, risking critics and being called a bore? Ignoring cri ignore critics, pessimists, false friends. They all have their own acts to grind. Stand tall and proud, Speak your truth out loud. The friends you will make will be real, you will find. We often don't know what our truth is till we write it, speak it, give it birth. When our heart resonates with what we speak, there's no greater truth here on earth. 
When we follow a path less chosen, others will often question our choice. Stay quiet, take that inner journey, ask your heart, and then follow its voice. Writers, poets, musicians, and friends, we still have many journeys to go. Exciting new paths, new dreams, lives to live, and where they'll lead us, we really don't know. Yes, writers, dreamers, artists, friends, the poor critic will surely never fly. It's safer to laugh at all our attempts while they stay, stay safe, waiting to die. I love the feeling of the wind beneath my wings, the warm rush when I write something new. I want to write my life till the end and then say, yes, it was hard, but damn it, I flew. <laughs> we came from the stars. Do not suppress the tears, savour the salt. It comes from the ocean, just as you did. Whatever the grief, take solace from tears. We come from the stars and were born in the sea. Star elements sustain life in each cell, yet without merging with the ocean bed, would be unable to, perf to perform their magic. We come from the stars and were born in the sea. Born of infinity, born from stardust, immense founts of knowledge are now ours. This is our heritage to find and use. We came from the stars and were born in the sea. The sea, rain, great waterfalls, pools and tears bring us back to origin and roots. We are much greater than we envision. We came from the stars and were born in the sea. We have the power to seek and to find the answer to that only elusive question and return again to the source of all. We came from the stars and were born in the sea. Never judge a book by its cover. Never judge a book by its cover, or a person by the style of their clothes, nor even the body they wear. What's inside, indeed nobody knows. It used to be the height of fashion to own libraries of classical tomes, gilded, leather-bound, yet never read. They adorned the most notable homes. The covers were blazed with the family crest, and inside were empty. What a sham. Dressed to impress their notable guests. Can you see how learned I am? If you judge a book by its cover, or a person mostly by what they wear, or the body they may present in, I'm asking you, can this be fair? The difference in shape, color, size doesn't count at all, don't you see? The importance lies in the inside. How would you like your true self to be? Dreaming of change. Dreaming, always dreaming of change. I'm tired of violence and war. My heart feels loveless, estranged. 
and my soul dry to its core. I'm tired of violence and war, make-believe heroes tempting fate. My soul's parched, dry to the core. It's hard to swallow this rich bait. Make-believe heroes tempting fate. I hate fables that hide the truth. It's hard to swallow this rich bait. I've swallowed too much in my youth. I hate fables that hide the truth. My heart feels loveless, estranged. I've swallowed too much in my youth. Dreaming, always dreaming of change. And uh, you have to excuse me, but this is a rant. <laughs> uh, I, I read it at a slam event. Uh, well, I wrote it for a slam event, okay? So I've changed the first line a little bit. This is a rant I used in a slam. I love the idea of stepping out on stage with no fear, no doubt. I'm old now and I don't give a damn. My poor brain is totally puzzled and I'm unable to keep muzzled from expressing my utter dismay regarding politics today. The constant wrangling that persists in an outdated system that resists any change to its obsolete rules, they keep on plodding like stubborn mules. Debates are spent in endless shouting, spouting their party's opinions, thinking to spur on their minions. Commodities, not communities, form their direction, self-promotion and to gain seats in the next election. I want to live together with respect. This would make it easier to connect. Sharing our differences will make us strong, not fighting that our way is the only one. Stop this concentration on labels. Stop sitting at separate tables for debate. Let's get excited about working all united. Let's resist efforts to instill fear. We are all interconnected here. This is our cosmos and our lives. Let's fight to see that everyone survives. Tell politicians, together is the place to start, not pulling ourselves and the planet apart. We will conquer all by living in community. Division will never, never conquer unity. Division is Machiavellian. just heard Anne Graham in the second half of the afternoon session of the 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event, again held at the Spire on September 21st. Up next in it, here is Natalie Sorensen. Up next, Natalie Sorensen enjoys writing uh, poetry after a lifetime of reading it. She is published in literary magazines and anthologies. She studied English literature and education and taught English at St. Lawrence College. 
She lives in Kingston where she gardens, takes photographs, and spends time with her family at, weekend, at their weekend house on the Salmon River. Let's bring up Natalie Sorensen. Thank you, Bruce. And uh, once again, you've brought us all together a lovely afternoon. <clears throat> the first poem I want to read to you, uh, the first two actually, are um, about the uh, great cave, prehistoric cave paintings. Uh, the, the two of these are, are the ones in, are ones in France. In fact, the first one is Lascaux, which uh, is one of the more famous ones in the Dordogne. High on the rugged ceiling, huge aurochs loom. Two bulls, armed with long curved horns, face to face. Their massive flanks, dewlaps, soft muzzles, tower over me. Elk, magnificent antlers branching, biggest trees, wander among bison, lions, a rhinoceros. Here with these animals, I am alive in another time. I see a black cow, legs out, cloven hooves pointing, falling through the air, horses all around her. Just over there, a light orange stallion gallops on short, slender legs, chasing a full-bellied mare. Below them, five small ponies in woolly winter coats walk in line along a ledge of rock. No one knows why the artist painted these images, but in this soft, tallow light, this sanctuary of animals, I am remade. These beasts know me. I am bigger, wilder, older than I knew. At dawn, I wake to a world cold and bright. Across the foaming river, Deep in tall grass, I see the aurochs passing. The next one is uh, Stagman. Hidden in far inner reaches of a limestone cave in France lives a rare being, half man, half horse. His strong legs and feet are human. His body and tail are horse. A long pointed beard covers his chest, and on his head rise giant antlers of a stag. Standing like a man, he lifts one foot and turns his head. He looks directly at us with two round black eyes. He knows we are here. He was alive 13,000 years ago. Gazing at him now, spellbound, do we hear echoes of a bone flute as he dances in dim lamplight? Do we see eerie shadows flickering on the artist, painting him there high on the cave wall? Stagman, utterly himself, is not alone. We know his horns, his dance. Shamans dream like this, tribal peoples, the great god Pan himself. 
So plainly, so poignantly, he asks their questions, our questions, more urgent now than ever. What is the wild? What is the wild in me? How do I live it? Death of a hooping crane. Raise a wild bugle, sound it strong, gnash your teeth, whirl and stamp, dance your grief, your rage. A hooping crane is dead. She was elegant, tall, almost five feet. Her wondrous wings stretched six feet, her feathers fluffy white, but for deep red on her crown and cheeks. Someone shot her in May. She was two years old. Fossils show, her, uh, show us her kind was among the oldest that ever lived, endured unchanged for eons, survived over three million years of the planet's evolution, older than Agamemnon, than Abraham, than Eve herself, older even than Erectus, than Lucy, tiny Australopithecus. Hoopers thrived before the colonizers came, ranged freely over North America, but marshes were drained, nowhere to nest, nowhere to feed on long flights north and south. And they were hunted until in 1941, only 15 birds were left on Earth. Slowly, very slowly, Hoopers recovered. 75 birds in 1979, 800 today. Now, biologists collect some eggs and raise the chicks themselves. They wear full white suits and hold hand puppets like Hooper's heads. The young birds, without their parents, cannot learn their migration routes. They have to be taught by pilots in full crane costume flying 1,500 kilometers in ultralight aircraft, the birds coasting in the plane's wake. It was just an incredible thing to be part of, said one pilot. I was actually a bird. I'm glad you enjoyed it, I think, and thanks for the essential work you do, but really, you are not a bird. Hoopers and rhinos, tigers and whales need their space, their share of the great earth, so they are free to range, to raise their chicks, their calves, their pups, teach them what they need to know. Owl. Six women sit in a circle on a riverbank under a canopy of beech, ash, and pine. The river flows darkly, only small ripples catching the light of late afternoon. They have gathered fall flowers, apples and nuts, to decorate a small altar where three candles flicker and glow. They call in the four directions, link them to the four elements, fire, water, air, and earth, and the circle is cast. 
Long after the burning times, nine million sisters torched at the stake, the ancient wisdom destroyed. They worked to create a cone of energy, to find themselves again with only crumbs of the old lore, splinters of memories to guide them. Then they become aware of a small stirring nearby. A huge horned owl is sitting on a low branch just a few feet away. She is utterly still, pays no attention to the human faces peering at her. She stares down at the grass just below her perch, 15 feet from the ground. The women watch for a long time, wondering when the spell will be broken. And suddenly it is. The bird swoops down to the ground. When she flies up again, she has a large black snake in her beak. The snake twists right and left, struggling to free itself. But the owl's grip is firm and does not let go as she flies away. At their altar, the women are brought to themselves by this small horned shaman so auspiciously come before them. They know what to do. They invoke the wise ones, the timeless ones. And there she stands, Athena, her owl on her shoulder, her snake behind her shield, offering power. So I'll just finish with a short one, uh, a poem based on a, a painting by Paul Klee. So this is The Golden Fish, painted by Paul Clay. Perfectly still in your purple water world, a narrow fish in scales of pure gold. You scintillate in your solitude, your dark pool of emptiness. Smaller fish, deep ruby red, lavender and peach, honor your sovereignty, your space. Swim away into waves flashing phosphorescent blue. Your cinnabar red fins, your powerful eye, disclose hidden forces in the underworld, rarely glimpsed on the surface. But here you are, lucent, compelling, owning the center with ease, freely offering yourself your magisterial presence. Thank you. heard Natalie Sorensen in the second half of the afternoon session of the 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event that was held here at the Spire on September 21st. Up next in it, here is Natanya Levine. Up next, Natanya Levine has been writing poetry for a number of years and has participated in open mics in the past at Queen's Poetry Slam events. She is currently in university completing her teaching degree and hoping to become again more active in the poetry scene here. She is excited to be part of this event and thankful to be surrounded by so many amazing poets and artists. Let's bring up Natanya Levine. 
actually. Thanks, Bruce. <clears throat> Obey. Let me extend this metaphor to you, for really, that's what anything is. You're driving in your car, and I'm riding on my bike on these wide roads society paid for us so thoughtfully. I'm in the bike lane, the cracked and broken shoulder. Thanks, society. Thanks, world. I'm saving on my bike after all, but when it comes down to it, I'd rather be out here on my bike, outside, in the bike lane. So I obey. And the road narrows up ahead. Construction. Road work. The signs squeeze us in. We obey. The roads are cracked from winter, broken by nature. The roots, water, cold, tear apart the concrete. Obey me, says nature. The roads crack. Obey me, says society. Patches are slapped on and the cycle continues. We file into a single line. Me in front of you, forcing the whole world behind you to see the world at bike speed. Obey me. This is Saturday. This is my time and yours. We can both wait. So I ask you, I see the eyes behind the headlights, the heart within the machinery. I say to you, as one human to another, obey me. Don't hit me. Slow down for a second. I'm helping our world, but that doesn't matter. I'm having fun. This is Saturday. This is my time. This is your time. You choose what you do. We work all week for these two precious days, the Sabbath of the non-religious. We obey during the work week. We go to class. We live nine to five. We do our activities in hour and a half segments. We obey. But now, it's our time. Obe obey me. Obey you. It doesn't matter. In my time, I'm going on a bike ride. A long one. And I'm clanking along on my bike, clankety clank clanks, says my bike, obey me. I flip gears, obey me. My bike chokes, clanks, creaks, obey a chance, obey, 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 it changes. I creak up the hill, I catch my breath, I stretch my legs, obey, I say, as I push on the pedals, pull on my bike, I prepare to slide down the hill on the other side, to fly down the other side, or take it slow. Obey me, traffic, I wish, as I push on the pedals, pull on my bike to the, to the top of the hill on Union Street. Maybe still on King Street, actually. It doesn't matter, you know the hill. You've been there with me every day. We go in between our hour and a half long parcels of classes and other experiences. We squeeze in a bike ride and a swim. Anyone's welcome, it's just a lot of fun. Anyway, I reach the top of the hill. The traffic obeys, I fly. I fly faster and faster. I whip around the corner, you're right in front. I know you're laughing, I am too. We're alive and it's just a lot of fun. We get to Lake Ontario Park. The, um, we press the bikes together. I stretch out the bike walk. Obey. It clinks together. Obey me. We kick up our shoes and slide down the hill to the water. We take our seats on the rocks, our outside living room. We lie out in the warm September sun and the cool September air. Late September, soon to be October. We know the days of swimming are growing numbered. Obey, obey, we pray, obey me. And so far it does. So we go for a swim. Every day we ride our bikes to Lake Ontario Park and lock up our bikes and slide down the path, one path or another. And every day we go and lay out in the warm September sun and then go for a swim. The trick is, this is the best time to swim. The trick is, don't stop moving. Bike fast to the water. The trick is, enjoy the time in the sun. Relax, it won't be cold when you relax. Don't shiver, obey. But it doesn't matter. If you want to be cold, you will be. The trick is, think warm. And thinking warm, we get into the water. Crawl into the water. Lower your center of gravity. Have big feet. Don't obey. Size seven is too small. The trick is, have no dignity. Swim like a turtle, roll like an otter. In the water, it's best to be a water animal. Obey. The trick is, don't fear getting in the water. It's warmer than the air. That's the secret of September. Once you're in the water, swim. Don't stop moving. It's worth it. Flip and stretch and roll. You're weightless. The trick is, open your eyes and see the mermaids. Obey. Swim deeper. Obey. Open your ears and hear them singing. Obey. You can hear them singing on every warm September day. You hear them sing when you're on your way to class. 
for an hour and a half long parcel of knowledge. Thanks, queens. Buy the textbook. Obey. The point is, the mermaids sing on sunny days, the mermaids sing on rainy days. Either way, we obey. We unlock the bikes and hop on. We go to Lake Ontario Park. We swim out. We tread water. We feel weightless. We dip and dive. We flip and float. Gravity's there. We don't obey. The lake is an ocean, or it may as well be. The lake, or the water is so clear. I can see you underwater from like 10 feet away. You swim closer. I swim through your legs and pop up in front. We tread water. We kiss. Your lips are warm. We swim more. We tread water more. We shiver. Soon, it'll be too cold to swim. We'll have to skate instead. But right now, it's only September. We can still swim. The point is, it's time to head in. The trick is to swim all the way up. Don't bother trying to walk. Obey nature. And so easily, we get out of the water, stretch on the rocks to dry off, to warm up. Um, the trick is, listen to your body. It asks, stretch, says my body. Obey me. And I do. Stretching feels great after walking on concrete. Stretching feels great after sitting in those cramped little desks for an hour and a half long parcel of time while we sit in those little auditorium chairs and crouch over those little auditorium desks. The trick is, I don't have one. There's no best way to beat a lecture. The point is, high school is designed for you to succeed and university is designed for you to fail. The real trick is, memorize your textbook. Extend this metaphor with me. Anyway, it's Saturday. This is our time. We can talk to conspiracy theories on dark winter days huddled around the kitchen table in coats and scarves and boots with people coming in and out, adding their two cents when, when they've stopped long enough to listen. The trick is, anything can be interesting if you take interest in it. And now we roll that idea around, discussing Greek society, discussing some potentially fictional past where people actually discuss things. We talk about active learning. We talk about technology and how it's destroying classrooms. It's a broken system, we agree, sadly. Could be worse, could be the dark ages, that would suck. We know we're lucky, that's why we obey, sometimes. Thanks, society, I say, as I bike down the road to the park. It was really thoughtful of you to construct this path to preserve this park. Society allowed us to swim, we obeyed. And with that, we dressed in the warm, dry clothes society strongly recommended to us and rode off on the bikes that society kindly made so easily available and cheap and fun. For in the end, does it really matter? It's a cycle, it's a compromise, it's a balance. And on the hill on Union Street, we have to play it safe and take it slow, but it's still fun to slide straight down it on my bike. And when I get home, we lock up the bikes, we wedge them together, obey me, and they do. And you just heard Natanya Levine in the second half of the afternoon session of the 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event that was again heralded at the Spire here in Kingston on September 21st. Tell you what, uh, I should do this and I will be right back. On November 6th, Blue Hawaii brings their danceable, dreamy electronic sounds to the Grad Club in support of their new record and CFRC's 2019 funding drive. Their critically acclaimed show has been praised for its creativity in mixing aspects of improvisation, DJing, and live performance. Tickets are $15 online or $20 at the door. Come see this fantastic Canadian band and support CFRC while you're at it. Doors open at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, November 6th at the Grad Club. You can find advanced tickets on Eventbrite 
or by finding our event on Facebook by searching Blue Hawaii in Kingston. See you there. just what the corporate media want you to see, but a different picture, a different understanding, but a different picture, a different understanding. Not only can you hear it, but you can participate in it. You can add your own thoughts, you know, and you can learn something and so on. Well, that's the way, uh, well, that's the way, uh, well, that's the way uh, people become uh, human, you know. That's the way you become human participants in a, in a social and political system. Friday evenings at 6 p.m. here on CFRC, listen to Saltwater Music, a show covering all musical genres from the East Coast of Canada. Celtic, of course, but also rock, jazz, blues, folk, and a lot more. I'm your host, Rob Carnell. Tune in to Saltwater Music Friday evening from 6 to 8 here on CFRC 101.9 FM. Or you can catch us on the web at www.cfrc.ca. And for our listeners out east, that's 7 p.m. Atlantic and 7.30 Newfoundland. The Youth Diversion Program is a charitable organization which has offered service to youth in the Kingston area since 1974. The goals of the organization are to allow youth to take responsibility for their behavior, to reduce the number of youth involved in the young offender system, to reduce the number of people victimized by youth in our community, and to involve the community in youth corrections. The Youth Diversion Program believes that all members of our community have the responsibility to provide all youth with the opportunity to develop and grow to their fullest potential. They work in partnership with the community to develop quality programs to assist youth to make positive changes in their lives and at the same time take responsibility for their actions. Further information, call 613-548-4535 or email info at youthdiversion.com. And you are listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce, here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online as well at www.cfrc.ca. And uh, in case you just tuned in, but I should announce it anyway, uh, you are... We're in uh, the second half of the afternoon session of the September 21st 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event, and uh, we're working our way through that second half of the afternoon session. Again, began airing uh, from that event here last week, and will for the full show next week and part of the show, I believe, on uh, the following week on November 1st, so... Let's go ahead and jump back into it. Coming up next from that afternoon, and again, that event was held at the Spire here in Kingston. Here is Judith Popeil. Up next, Judith Popeil's dance and theater uh, articles have appeared in the Kingston Week Standard, Dance in Canada, and other magazines. Her degrees are honors... uh, 
of Fine Arts in Dance and a Master's of Education at Queen's. As an interdisciplinary artist, she has taught dance, theater, visual art, fiber art, and film. Uh, she's read in Kingston at Poets at Art Fest, 100,000 Poets for Change, and Open Mics. In 2016, a short documentary film, uh, Alan Marin's Kitchen screened opening night at the Kingston, uh, Kingston Canadian Film Festival. Her uh, current project uh, projects are a documentary film about spoken word poetry and work on a book of autobiographical stories and poems. Her work currently appears in the anthology Inspired Heart for Teens, and she has recently returned from Saskatchewan where she was assisting her cousin in the writing of a 300-page ancestral history of their Popeil Natuk. Oh, I see you even have the, yes, thank you, Natuk uh, family. So let's bring up uh, Judith Popeil. As Bruce said, I've just returned from Saskatchewan helping my cousin to write our ancestral history book, which is 300 pages so far, but she says it's probably going to be 400. I don't know, but I'm here now, and I've done my duty, but she's still got more projects for me, so I can send them to her on Word. But um, <clears throat> while I was out there, I experienced a lot of, every day was like a small miracle. I mean, there was so much happening to me and my heart was just full. Um, I have so many relatives out there and so many friends now um, and my art is in a gallery there. So it's just kind of like a different environment than Ontario. And one of the things that happened to me <coughs> at Lake Manitou where they have a beautiful gallery and where my work is now displayed. Um, they had the music festival and the indigenous people came from Coppell and danced. And the man was telling stories and I taped him and I taped the dances um, because they were spectacular, like just so amazing. And afterwards I talked with him and I wanna bring him to Ontario because the dancers are his children. And he said, I've only got half my clan here because the other clan is at the rodeo down south. So anyway, <clears throat> and then um, that was at Lake Manitou, and that's kind of a spa area where there's a uh, saltwater lake. But then I went up to Nipawin, where my mother's family is from and where I kind of grew up as a child. Um, and we still have our family farm. And I had a different experience of Indigenous people um, in the town. Um, I saw vans coming in from the two reserves which are nearby and it was a little bit mind-boggling because um, 12 or 15 people would get out of this van and they were young people and they seemed like, well, they didn't seem like they were normal. They were not dressed in clean clothes and they were probably on drugs or whatever and I just, I was kind of like, what is this? And then they would just wander the streets. And, and so I thought to myself, gee, I'm glad I'm not Trudeau because the problems are so complex with the indigenous people. And our, our situation here in Ontario is very different from the situation in northern 
uh, Saskatchewan. Um, and it's going to take a while to solve all of the problems, unique problems, because it's intergenerational and it's been going on for many hundred, hundred years. And it just is, it opened my eyes. I just couldn't believe I was seeing this happening right before me. So what happened was I wrote this poem um, for the, uh, which Bruce edited the book um, again, the um, 150th Canada anniversary. And it's, uh, so I kept thinking about this poem. And so I'd like to read it again today. I've only read it once, and so I wanted to recite it because it, I wished I had had it with me and I could have shown it to some of the people. So it's called, O Canada, Awaken. O Canada, O Canada, originally inhabited by indigenous peoples, now people from nations far and wide across the globe have come to navigate the rapids of life here. Oh, Canada, oh, Canada, longest rivers flow freely, Nelson, Yukon, Churchill, and peace. Everyone gathers your oars. Treaties were signed long ago, opening the way for others to come. But will they preserve the lands of Mohawk, Ojibwe, and Cree? Indigenous peoples roam strong and free, hunting bison and bear while canoeing those longest rivers. Oh, Canada, oh, Canada, may your spirit continue to be free. Thousands and thousands of acres stretching far and wide, many people from nations across the globe now calling you home. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada, expansive land, long and wide, dancers, drummers, singers, musicians, writers, and poets, frolicking free, frolicking free, frolicking freely. We've all made a spirit pact with artists whom we greet to keep this land called Canada artistically glorious, artistically free. Oh, Canada, oh, Canada, from the heights of Mount Logan, we scream with delight as we soar like eagles over your snow-capped peaks, singing the legends and songs aboriginals sung long ago. We acknowledge your greatness in the songs that we sing now, singers, dancers, musicians, writers, poets, all together, roaming free, drum, drummer, distant sounds. Can you hear the beat? Listen, listen, drum, drummer, listen, listen. Distant vibrations calling the eagle to take its form, fly to the greatest heights, touching all with spirit of eagle. Gather your courage, soar above and above, consuming all distances desired with courage and grace and love. Oh, Canada, oh, Canada, rise up to the opportunity, to the experience of grace, Gather your personal power, 
Broaden your wingspan. Take yourself to new horizons beyond and beyond. Watch the eagle soar before your eyes, beyond your senses, hovering through that impermeable membrane of wisdom and grace and love. Gather round the sacred circle, Mojibwe, Mohawk, and Cree. Sing your songs, dance your dances, compose with your instruments, write your verses, perform your poems. The shaman awaits as it is being awakened. Dream the new dream encircling all peoples of all nations across the globe while we consciously create through sacred spirit voices a new reality artistically woven through the warp and weft of spirit. Oh Canada, oh Canada, awaken. I don't know, do I have time to read one more? So this is also a uh, kind of performance spoken word poem and it's called Inside the Pendulum of the Heart and I'm not sure if I recited it once before but I can do it again. (laughs) Written (coughs) sorry Within the pendulum of the heart, there lies the depth and breadth of the crystal. Pendulum of life swinging, tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. Pendulum of life swinging back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Time moves forward, never stopping. Pendulum of time swinging, tick-tock. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. Time for the pace of life to pick up. Time for the pace of life to slow down. Pendulum of life swinging, swinging, swinging. Crystals within the layers of the heart shine forth. Many external facets, many internal facets. Rose quartz, amber, aquamarine, cornelian, onyx, topaz, agate, turquoise, citrine, coral, and more shining forth through the heart. Crystals of life ticking. Crystals of life swinging back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Crystals formed over eons of time. We are the pendulum of time. We are swinging, swinging, Swinging back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Pendulum swinging through time and space. Right before our very eyes. Marking the hours. Marking the days. Marking the years. Marking the pendulum of the heart. Joy, sorrow, mixed emotions. Pendulum swinging to the beat of the heart back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, changing the life circumstances. Such is the pendulum of life. Such is the pendulum of time. Such is the pendulum of the heart. Pendulum of life swinging back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, crystallized within the confines 
of time and space. Pendulum swings, pendulum swings, swinging, swinging, crystals of time remain embedded in the heart as stories such as life. Thank you. And you just heard Judith Popeil in the uh, second half of the afternoon session of the 100,000 100, uh, Poets for Change Kingston event that was held here at the Spire on September 21st. Up next in it, and we'll probably be, she will be the final poet uh, like, uh, uh, that will read this hour. Up next, here is Raven Adamson. Up next, uh, Raven Adamson has been working, uh, she has been writing since she was a kid, poems and songs and stories and now scripts. She keeps a journal sporadically and it helps her feel focused and in tune with while she does whatever it is she's trying to accomplish. As an aspiring filmmaker, she hopes to write, direct, and produce films that help people feel empowered and connected. Let's bring up Raven Adamson. Um, thank you, Bruce, for putting this event together, um, or maintaining it, actually. <laughs> so, sorry guys, uh, I wrote this after Trump was elected. So it kind of hurts to read, and it sucks, but uh, that's kind of the theme today, so uh, bear with me. Um, Trump is president. My body's on fire and frozen still. My eyes are wide. Fear will paralyze as we wait and watch what is to come. Trump is president. The screen screams echoes of anger, fear, and acceptance denial, but I am no longer living in a bubble, and I'm looking at my life more precariously. Whatever romantic notion of progression that I have been conditioned to hold up and live by, decide, and safely assume that the masses and I were going to be all right is dead. I am not aware now, and more accepting of our collective and more imminent death. Death isn't what scares me, but living in a world of propagated fear that is used to divide and dismember and degrade and deny us our sense of selves in relation to everyone else is living hell. I am no longer going with the system conjured up by a fancy, dressed-up version of men like Donald Trump. The glorified constitution and declaration of independence in essence is inhumane because it denies the inherent value in everybody. It established a hierarchy, a fallacy, a hierarchy, a fallacy. Trump is president. Money and terror built the, nation, the Western countries in the pretense of freedom and family. And countries in and now the pretense is being knocked down and the truth of our legacy more pronounced. Trump is president. I'm being asked to think, to reconsider, yet why am I being asked to also swallow this reality? Don't lie to yourself, Trump is inevitable. This is what we've all stood behind. And from the very beginning it spelled disaster and you and I are the reason, our ignorance and closed eyes, our inability to align and think for ourselves and remake an equal world in spite and despite bigoted rhetoric that sells us a story that demands in its consumption that you submit to fear as fuel. 
Trump is president. There are more slaves in the world today than ever before in human history. There is also more inequality than ever experienced in our collective memory. And yet we keep the old system of pretense and omission. Of course Trump is president. Now we have no choice but to listen, to open our hearts and our minds, to think for ourselves, to no longer deny ourselves the pleasure of sharing beyond our scripted social circles. Trump is perhaps the most miserable reality TV star of them all. Divide and conquered power and millions of dollars so clearly don't make you happy. Trump is the perfect example of this. And yet Trump is president because he embodies the system's own irreverence towards all the pain and fear of Americans. Welcome to the American dream, chasing new heights of disparity. Trump is president. He degraded the subtext of, uh, he dredged up the subtext of rage that has always been there, repressed and insidious and indirect, but no longer undeniable, and now in your face. And I'm not afraid. I know I belong beside those who must live free or die. Trump is president. Fear is no longer the way. Trump is president. Time of corruption is coming to a close. Trump is president. He is the lie exposed and finally, hopefully, to be deposed. So embrace the empathy you have been encouraged to repress and deny. Trump is president. We are near the end, nearing the end. Trump is president, which also means we are ready to begin being humanely human. Trump is president. This means change is no longer an individual choice. It has instead become our collective need. Trump has revealed the precedent, which means there's so much more we can achieve than we have been raised to believe. This is our last chance at realizing enduring peace. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> Raven Adamson uh, from the second half of the afternoon session of the 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event held here at the Spire on September 21st. And you've been listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce here every Friday from 4 to 6. We do stream live online at www.cfrc.ca. And this is a two-hour show, so we're just halfway through it now. And I hope you can stay tuned to the second hour as we'll continue with another reading and uh, two performances uh, from uh, that September 21st event. And I should mention, like I usually do at the end of each hour, that... Uh, each hour of this show is saved to my blog space for it uh, shortly after I get home. And uh, you can find it there. It's saved there for four years, actually, at Finding a Voice on cfrcfm.wordpress.com. I do have a few minutes. I don't know that I'll have time in the second hour today to share events, but things are slowing down a bit. Let me get the right sheets here in front of me. Uh, but I want to go over a few events that are coming up uh, two of them this weekend even so uh, at least try to get through the next week's events and then I can fill you in next week uh, tomorrow afternoon at the bookshop in Tamworth uh, that's going to happen tomorrow Saturday October 19th 2 p.m. Uh, the bookshop in Tamworth I should mention is located at the 
Foot of Peel on Bridge Street East in Tamworth. Uh, there that afternoon, tomorrow afternoon, Stan Draglin and John Steffler uh, will read uh, in this. Uh, it's a seasonal reading series. Uh, Stan will be reading from 41 pages on poetry, language, and wilderness. John will read from The Difficult. And then the following evening, uh, Sunday, October 20th at 5 p.m. at Novel Idea Bookstore, uh, Julie Paul will launch and read from her new collection of short fiction called Meteorites. And local Carolyn Smart uh, will read from her own new and selected work. Again, that's Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. Be sure and write that down because it's the weekend. And uh, so right after the store closes, they're going to reopen the doors and uh, offer that uh, space for a reading and a book launch. Uh, the Union Gallery here at Queens Campus is uh, pleased to announce the start of a new program, and they are saying beginning this year, Union Gallery's 25th, actually, uh, the gallery will be hosting a reading group in conjunction with each exhibition. Uh, they're saying it will consist of a reading of a short text followed by an informal conversation and it's designed to explore the critical relationship between art and to connect scholars, students, artists, and members of arts organizations. Uh, the first installment around the current exhibition, R.E. Union, uh, in it, those present will be reading and examining Imperfect Compliance, a Trajectory of Transformation by Dana Claxton and Tanya Willard. Uh, yeah, I said that right, Willard. Uh, it uh, That's coming up this coming Thursday, October 24th, uh, from 2.30 to 4 p.m. I believe uh, people know where it is, but the Union Gallery is located in Stauffer Library here at Queens, on Queens campus uh, in Kingston, in the corner of Union and University, in case you're not sure where the building is. And then coming up uh, the following day on Friday uh, evening, uh, in fact, just following this show, next Friday, October 25th, uh, from 7 to 9 p.m., we're again at Novel Idea Bookstore for another book launch and reading. In it, uh, Calgary-based poet Nikki, I, I think it's Reamer, but it could be Reimer. I'm sorry, I don't... Uh, I will have to find that out. Uh, we'll launch and read from her recently released third book of poetry, My Heart is a Rose Manhattan. And joining her, Anita Dolman, an Ottawa-based poet and fiction writer, and Nancy Jo Cullen, a Kingston-based award-winning author and poet, will each read from their own work. Uh, all of this is with the support of the... League of Canadian Poets and the Canada Council for the Arts. Again, that is coming up Friday, October 25th, 7 to 9 p.m., Novel Idea Bookstore. And uh, looks like it's approaching 5 o'clock. I did get through everything that's happening just before and right after this show next week, so I guess that's okay. I can fill in some gaps next week as well. But since it is 5 o'clock... I will let you know you are listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce, here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. 
and we do stream live online at www.cfrc.ca. In the second hour, uh, what you'll hear this afternoon, again from the September 21st, 100,000 Poets for Change, uh, Kingston. It was the event held at the Spire. And connected with the global, uh, should have mentioned that in the first hour too, but connected with the global effort of the same name, 100,000 Poets for Change, uh, that uh, at least here in Kingston, uh, we offered thematic readings around the general global missions statement, I guess would be one way to say it, and their themes of social justice and uh, social equity, environmental awareness and sustainability, and uh, peace. And uh, those were, and we included love up here as well, so you might find an occasional poem in that because it's kind of tied to it too, I think. Anyway, uh, you, what you'll hear is the remainder of the afternoon session with a reading by Layla Chismore and then a sound performance by Liam Fenton. Following that, as we move into the evening session, you'll hear my intro into that evening session. I think it started something like two hours after the other one ended, the afternoon one ended. And then you will hear uh, the first evening uh, performance by Allen Drum Circle. So you're going to get a little less poetry and a lot more music uh, in this hour. Uh, this first, though, the usual hourly announcement, occasionally some poetry spoken word or music played on this show may contain strong language, but it's all played in its entirety with content unedited to honor the creative integrity of both the author and the piece. So again, we're moving back now into the final two pieces of the afternoon session. Up first, you'll hear a reading by Layla Chismore. Wow. Layla Pavong Chismore is a Kingston-based academic and writer. As a master's candidate in the Department of History, she researches inquisitional trials, witchcraft, and the gendered body during the Essex Essex witch hunts of 1645 to 47. Chisamore is the former president of the board of directors at Modern Fuel Artist Run Center and public program assistant at the Agnes Etherington uh, Arts Center at Queen's University and uh, receptionist, right? Yes, I should have updated that. She currently, uh, oh, I already read that. Uh, and she also currently works at the Agnes with a Kingston-based women's art collective called GRIT as a co-founding member. In this, she is dabbling uh, artist-poet hybrid, exploring love, memory, meaning-making, and an interiority, is that right, interiority, these words are beyond me, uh, collage of film studies theory, astrology, and the fantasy genre. And she also says her cat is named Bean. Unrelated, but it's important to her to let you know this, she says. <laughs> Let's bring up Layla Chismore. Um, these are in part fiction, in part nonfiction. Um, 
And perhaps they feel a little tangential to the themes, but maybe you can sort of see the way nature is imbued in like the interiority I'm trying to get across. Um, the place. Welcome, the watcher. She goes by this name and no other. Her eyes match the stones of my fingers, though hers are beady polished things. Black still, I cannot read her as I could you. Instead, she looks inside. It is not right in the house of muses that there be lament. This would not become us. She knows why we've come. Sweat sticks to my woven shift, tears from the path, and I produce what I've been told. The magnolia is too strong here. I did not think it would be like this. Nine in satchel, one in mind. I draw with the blood of my heels, and she takes from my lip in violent kiss. Pearls of my skin shudder like the rattle of a newborn, but it is not spring anymore. With her teeth, she plucks them, one by one, until I am unadorned, but these fingers marked. I would rather she wrapped me in thread, put me in mind of the original transaction. There's a prayer I've been taught, I want. And as told, I run my hands over these wounds, filling them with wet grasses, trying as the throat of Marquez. We come on the days we bleed, she says. I lay grasses in my skirt. The moon knows when we should be made anew. After. The wool shift scratches, damp with things promised. The sun has not yet risen, and I smear the blood grasses in silent intention. Perhaps I could hide, be made a garden. The watcher would tend me then, caress the seedlings of my arms and the flowers of my knees as if perennial. They say a child nearby sneezed wolf's teeth, found bones in his stool. I think of Ursula Gutz with the horses. She cursed the neighbor, lingered too long. Even in the dark, I can feel eyes on me, pebbles in careful assessment. In the silence, I begin to braid. Left over center, add. Right over center, add. Until your arms hurt, add. With dawn, she adjusts her hood, and I realize, tender. Greens are placed at her feet so she may eat. There's a singular purple flower behind my ear. Okay. Love potion. Spin. Spin again. Spin a third time. Do this until you are without place. Oscillations of absence may be made here too. Follow the counter with your palms. Bart's nose, one always waits. Impatience, collect pine needles. A cardamom pod for every year you've lived, ground with mortar and pestle. Elderflower distilled, four drams. Dark honey, three drops. Half a grapefruit, squeezed. Remnants of cinnamon, wiped from them skin. Black tea smoked over cedar, one pop cupped. Spit, spit again, spit a third time. Boil 10 minutes or until fragrant. Strain, fill tincture, place in a cool cupboard. Keep away from sunlight. Do not look at it and wait. Skipping this one. Sometimes when I wake, I find even my soul is wet. Pablo Neruda. Mine is sweaty. Even it scoffs at the humidity of mid-July, cut only by the breeze at the edges of the market. It cooks in this heat, with radishes, with snap peas, with the wrinkling sun golds, 
It should be gathered and wrung, splayed neatly with clothespins across the line, over dead di- lilacs, under the maple that is still green. Underneath I would watch it, patched and flapping, wide, to wonder how it fits. Would you hold the corners carefully in the intricate dance of a fitted sheet? Another love poem, Pottery. I would like to be made clay for you, thrown and flattened, carved and wrung, until I have taken the moisture from your cracking palms. I would rather they spread like old earth, deprived so my clay flashes welcomed, whole, a slow-filling wadi of the desert. Let us be rainy season in stone palms. You would wash reluctantly then, Pygmalion envious, having laid flowers at the temple for anything but this. Wet metamorphosis gray in the streams to sink pipes and your hands forgetting movement, melting to the wrist. Do not wash of me. Hold in the kiln and grimace. Mark white slips with flashes of wood fire. This, but for the permanency of fingerprints, when later you wish to hold me close and inspect for places you once were. I am a small spring child, cardinal spirit with golden fleece around the shoulders of my nakedness. Pearl drops decorate the flesh of my arms, my legs, my breasts, hanging as first feathers not yet molted. Still jagged stone, slate, and onyx both are embedded between ink at the hand of Medea. Each finger bears vertical three fates at the tips of my fingers. I do not cut nor measure, but weave. Hold tight the strings and tie them branch to branch, as my grandfather taught me many years ago, before I saw him, before we buried him. Then we grafted late summer hybrid trees to feed apples and pears. But this day there are clouds and damp. Birds bathe in the concrete pool, the old moss of the trellis. I twist myself, newborn in fleece and precious stone, around gnarled limbs. Shins made bark and blood climbing so you may see me. April is the time for planting. Honey, however, is year-round. The jewels of my skin ring an announcement as host of this seasonal feast. This is a toast. Taste sweetness and carry it on the tongue. Drink nectar from the florets of lilac. Rub them into our flesh so the scent of sweetness lingers over fertile earth. Spring is short and may we ripen. And I'll end with this. Seasonal fruit. I would like to tear open for you. I would be careful. Unwrapping myself, excavating to unhinge rib by rib until plum oolong pours from my steaming core. I try to speak love words, but tea runs down my chin. Garbled, tender things that leave my boiled tongue sore for days. My nose runs with their sweetness. I wipe on my damp sleeves, sniffling kindergarten. I'm a baby in love, as Mord once said. My life displayed in prayers of breath, I would hang my lungs for you. They would shift tinted upon the branch to dry in the sun leaking incense. Around the bows, end to end, would lay my intestines in spiral garland. And as humor suggests, my liver, my spleen, my gallbladder become curious pear.
That was Layla Pavon Chismore. Just give her another hand. And while we still have them all here, she's the final poet of this uh, uh, half of the session. Let's give Anne, Natalie, Natanya, Judith, Raven, and Layla another round of applause. And you just heard Layla Chisamore in the second half of the afternoon session of the 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event held at the Spire on September 21st. Up next in it, uh, you're going to hear a musical guitar soundscape uh, performed by Liam Fenton. Here they are. Everybody, welcome Liam Fenton. He is an interdisciplinary artist from Kingston, Ontario. Their music explores thoughts of community and friendship deep reverb-drenched guitar phrasing and gentle murmured vocals diffused through layers of delay as they swim about the room. Let's give Liam Fenton a hand.
Thanks so much. That was Liam Fenton. Let's give them another hand. And I'd like to thank uh, the two musicians and the 12 poets that read this afternoon. Uh, it is all of you that make this the event uh, that it is, and all of you that are, have come to support, much appreciated uh, all the time. So again, thanks to all of them. Uh, we do take, although the doors remain open, and I will be here, so, but we take a 90-minute intermission now, so just to allow people that want to go and like grab a bite to eat or never knowing what the weather's going to be like, but it looks like a beautiful afternoon just to spend a bit of it outside. And uh, if you can, uh, we start again at 6.30. We're going to open with uh, Olin Drum Circle at 6.40. Uh, there'll be a welcome at 6.30. Poets reading this evening, Barbara Lorraine Lang, Sasha Hill, Travis Canadian, uh, Robert uh, Millard, Jessica Rivera Balsham, Alyssa Cooper, Paul Chapu, Paul Kelly, Billy Kearns, Tia Lund, uh, Sarah Brown Dunkley, Chantal Lavoie, and myself. And then Irwin will, the musician Irwin will end out the evening. So if you could make it back, that would be wonderful. So, but thank you very much for beautiful afternoon. Thanks. My pleasure. And you heard uh, Liam Fenton in the second half of the afternoon session of the 100,000 Poet for Change Kingston event held at the Spire on September 21st. Also, in it, just my brief comments, um, thanking everyone. Uh, as well and we're going you're going to hear me again apparently because uh, that was the end of the afternoon session we're going to move into the very beginning of the evening session with again another musical performance and that's usually how they go uh kind of sandwiched uh, music kind of sandwiches uh, a bunch of poetry readings uh, in each of the sessions so uh you'll will hear coming up next is my introduction a little bit longer introduction than the close was uh, in the first hour to the second hour or the second half of it was a full evening uh, session uh, so uh, you know what i'm just uh, and then you're going to hear following that uh uh, a brief intro and i i let uh, jessica rivera balsham introduce all of the people who were part of the all in drums circle so let's just uh, do that well welcome everybody to the evening session of uh, 100,000 poets for change I'm just going to do a very short introduction and I'm going to bring up the first musical act that will take us into the evening uh, Michael Rothenberg and uh, Terry Carrion uh, back in 2011 and 2012 uh, at that time in San Francisco envisioned uh, a more peaceful, more environmental, more just world. And uh, 
invented, I guess, the term 100,000 Poets for Change. I can say that it may not be 100,000 poets yet, but in nearly every country of the world this month, and for the most part the end of this month, uh, nearly every country in the world will have things going on, at least in some cities, in, uh, in, that, uh, in this effort. Uh, this will be our fourth consecutive year and fourth consecutive year here at the Spire as well. And their mission was around the themes of uh, awareness of social action, injustice, inequality, peace, and environmental uh, issues and sustainability. And uh, this year's event, this afternoon, we had a wonderful afternoon event. Some of you were here for it, so that's cool. Welcome back. And uh, w featured two dozen poets and uh, two musicians, and tonight's will do the same. I will say, too, I don't know, are those flowers still there? Yeah, I need to do some thanks. Thanks to Jerry Jurit, who brought the beautiful vase of flowers for the donation table. Speaking of the donation table, there are jars up there for the Loving Spoonful, uh, which is a wonderful agency that recirculates good food, reuses, so it cuts environmental waste and food waste and works on a number of levels, too, with uh, uh, community farms and also education. And then the Spire itself for all the work they do with various groups, uh, social socially uh, responsible groups and uh, for offering this space. So that is up there. There is, and uh, also they donated the coffee and the tea. So there's some tea up there. It's Orange Pico and that big tray of cheese. So uh, that was from the Spire this evening as well. Uh, what I will do is I believe now I'm just going to turn it over to our first act of the evening is Olin Drum Circle. Jessica Rivera Bausham is going to introduce who they are and what the group is. And so sit back and enjoy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bruce, for inviting us and for hosting this wonderful event. And thank you for everybody that's here. So Alan, um, Alan is a Nahuatl word. It's indigenous of uh, Mexico, and it's about um, it's about people coming together. So essentially, what we do is we share songs from across Turtle Island, but as well as around the world. And that's the message that we have. It's about people coming together. It's about embracing diversity, but also celebrating everyone. And that's our focus. So maybe we'll just share our names. I'm pretty enough to borrow her.
bear and asks him to come in and find that good place in all of us, whatever healing we need, but also our loved ones and other places in the world that need that healing that are fighting for our land and our territory. The resources that we have to be protected and ask that bear to come and help protect those people and the animals and those that are helping us all in this world.
And you just heard All in Sound or All in Drum Circle as they opened up the evening session of the 100,000 Poets for Change Kingston event held on the Spire on September 21st. I'm going to do this and uh, then we will. Oh, I'm not sure what's going on here. Give me a second to figure out what's happened. All right. Let's do this and I'll be right back. How's that? Frankly speaking, your 60s and 70s music fix right here on CFRC, Fridays at 1 p.m. You're always welcome. I'm David Suzuki. Cut your heat and energy use by 10% and you'll be making a real difference combating global warming. The future is in your hands. Shrink your footprint, grow your wallet, cool the planet. Find out how at davidsuzuki.org. Do you like to dance? Tune into The Hustle with DJ Bolt every Friday night between 11 p.m. and midnight. Where you'll hear all the newest dance, electronic, French touch, booty bass, ghetto, deep, and tech house remixes and more. Let The Hustle take you to midnight and beyond at 11 p.m. on 4 to the Floor Fridays. Only on CFRC 101.9 FM. And you've been listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. Uh, please remember that uh, you can access uh, each hour of this show every uh, weekend, just a few minutes after I get home from the show at Finding a Voice on CFRCFM.wordpress.com. We'll remain there for four years. Hope you can stay tuned for uh, next week for more of the same. And hope you can stay tuned for the top of the hour for two hours of saltwater music, an East Coast music show, uh, hosted by Rob Carnell. Tell you what, let's. How about a little Beck to take us out of here?
Well, well. 